Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. Voided, voted Boys of Summer <laughs> unanimously for four years running, folks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun. It makes sense. <laughs> it was unanimous, Jerry. It was. <laughs> Democracy is a flawed system. <laughs> yep, yep, that's always not. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome back to issue number thirty-five. Uh, five of Craft right. Comics. I think you it's gonna be so. so. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with five. Uh, issue number thirty-five of Craft Comic. Com- cra- oh, geez, this is off to a rough start. Craft Chronicles. The Craft Chronicles. The Chronic. Doctor Dre's two thousand one. The Space yep. Chronicles. Yes. Yep. And uh, this is a weekly podcast about craft beer and comic books. Yeah, it is. That's. I mean, that's that's it. Wrap it up. Yeah, that's yeah, the end yeah, of the show. Yeah, that's yeah. what. It, that's what Pack it is. It up boys we did what we came to do uh so what we do on this show typically is we drink a couple of beers we read some books we talk about both of them yeah but before we do any of that nonsense yeah we ask each other yeah because we're best friends yeah so, so yeah, we like <laughs> burp into the microphone as well yep, yep. that's it's something we also do it's every single time mostly honestly probably. mostly yeah, for the for the, the i i want to make a super edit a super cut of every burp every that'd be oh, impossible God. but a super a, a super edit of every burp on craft comics yeah that'd, that'd be, be great <laughs> you could like mix it with uh you could have it followed by the super edit of every time we like try and deftly navigate a social issue no no not equipped to. <laughs> Def, definitely deftly is very generous it's very generous yeah. you want to let me kid cat she's i can hear her scratching at the door oh you, yeah i thought it was you let, Dax you let that little monster you let that little monster and while dan does that you know what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna kindly i'm gonna kindly stall for time and you know talk talk and to ask you guys. me what i've been doing up to lately right dan yeah what the fuck you been up to bro i've been watching a lot of anime um <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's that's mostly it. I've also been uh, playing Valorant a lot. Uh, the new like Riot Counter Strike, new Riot Overwatch malware bullshit. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Yeah, that's Ooh. pretty fun. And then uh, me and Thomas were playing a bunch of Remnant from the Ashes because it was free on the Epic Games. Store. I have it downloaded, but I haven't played it yet. It's pretty fun. It's a good co-op game because yeah. you can just like pop in and yeah i hear that game is like it shines at its co-op that solo it's not super fun but like it's fun and i hear that game is meaty when you shoot when you shoot a bad guy with a gun you feel it like they're like yeah they do a good yeah they do a good job real impact and stuff and like with the weapons melee weapons and stuff too it feels good to get a nice nice hit in um but yeah that's been fun but yeah for good Good. i'm glad i love it when you have fun for anime i've been watching this show that's really good called project 12 i started getting like a ton of anime recommendations from tiktok and that's actually kind of why i started watching anime more just in general i think uh like that dora hadora was a tiktok recommendation and this one is tiktok recommendation it's fucking great it's like is it new uh, or is it all out it's all out. It's one season. I think it was like last year or something. Uh, no, it's, Two like, years it's a little older, actually. Oh. I'm not sure. It might be like 2012 or something like that. But uh, it's good, good year. It's on Hulu. It's called like Project 12. And then uh, I started watching like Seven Deadly Sins just because I needed something stupid to watch in French. Is it stupid? Um, It's so stupid. Nice. But it's also like very problematic. Oh, no. <laughs> like, even as far as anime goes, like. I guess like it's like the bar was was set so low and yeah, yet somehow exactly like, somehow I don't, you managed to crawl beneath it. I do not expect anime to be like progressive on yeah. any like 
women's issues stuff at all but like even this was just like like the main character is just like he'll just like randomly be like massaging this girl's tits like while and like one of the first time it was like while she was asleep and they play it off as a joke and like, <laughs> this is definitely sexual assault yeah i don't it, it it's and it and it kept happening. That was the thing. It was like, <laughs> well, anime's fucking like problematic always. Maybe I'll like be able to at least like look past it for the sake of being able to watch a show in French. But it just like it did not let up. So <laughs> did you start watching uh, Kaguya-sama: Love Is War? I have not yet, but it is on my list. It is you on my watch fine. list. Okay. Um. But yeah, that and Demon Slayer, and both of those are yeah. Demon are, uh, Slayer is good. Yeah, Demon Slayer is good. How, how many episodes are you in on that? Project Twelve is good. Um. I gotta sneeze. Keep talking. I'm only four episodes in. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm like past most of the training montage stuff. Yeah, where uh, she's a, she's passed out. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So but it was I don't know. That th- I was still intrigued by it. I still yeah. thought that they handled the it well. fights in that show are so cool. Yeah, the, and, like the the art. And I will say that the main character is getting like progressively more interesting. So Nezuko. Yeah. Are you watching it uh, dubbed or subbed? Subbed or dubbed? Is it dubbed yet? I don't know. Uh, it's so uh, Hulu. Yeah, subbed. Um, Hulu usually has the options for both if they have if the it's available. For both, but yeah. I, I think it's just uh, subs right now. Yeah, that's a pretty new. I think that was airing literally last year, yeah. so that would be a pretty quick turnaround to have yeah. it dubbed already. Yeah, it's like crazy how nowadays. I don't know if you, you you did you watch like a lot of anime in like the two thousands. Um, yeah, a bit. Yeah. Okay, so like you remember. And you remember how you had to like get fucking like you had to torrent it and it was always like yeah. shitty fan dubs yep. and you were getting like the shitty fan dubs of it like months after it aired yeah. and it was like translator's note I don't know what this actually means <laughs> so I just wrote what I kind of thought it yeah. would be it was so bad yeah subs were like a constant like yeah difficulty with that and they would have those horror and it was like depending on who the fan because it was literally a fan a fan sub or sometimes they wouldn't come with subs at all yeah and you had to download the subs separately from a separate torrent site right oh, yep and, stick and hope that they lined up yeah. like at the same time marks Oof. That was, that was those crazy. were the those were the days that or yep. you could literally wait for them to get dubbed in english and yeah. then you would, could then you could buy them from like funimation or yeah something like that. exactly Ain't nobody God. got time for that my mom did she was like all about the really dubs. she did oh, not man. like subtitled anime she was like, like she was like, she huh. would get those boxes, and they were expensive back then, yeah. like fifty bucks for like yeah six episodes or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Come on, like that. four different DVDs, and you're like, why? Yep. Yep. Why, God? I remember I had like Trigun DVDs and like a bunch of other like anime trash, and it was like, yeah, like one season was like four, at least four DVDs, at least, at least four, at least. Um, but yeah, just been doing that. Watching yeah. Avatar with Crystal for the first time. She's never seen Avatar: The Last Airbender, so oh. we're going through that. So okay, that good. is not, a joy. Not the movie. Not the no. What, I would not name? mention who's that guy. Michael Bay. James Cameron. James Cameron's yeah. Avatar. Crystal and you have been James watching Cameron's it. magnum opus. We've been watching, <laughs> been watching it over it the ten, last four days, and ten we're still minutes not done. at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that movie is like way too long. Yeah, I don't know what James Cameron was thinking <laughs> with like why no one wants that movie to be that long. Like, They're making three more <laughs> and for who i don't know man i don't know like they missed the fucking boat like three since it came out 
3D in movie 30 theaters. Year, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. 3D like in movie theaters has came because it started it. It started the 3D yeah. trend in movie theaters and it has promptly left. Yeah. Nobody so wants it's like, that shit because it actually sucks. Yeah. Because it's actually bad. Yeah. I don't know anyone who like really likes that. Movie. I want to see the hit new movie. I want to see I want to see the new Christian Bale drama fic yeah. in, in 3D. <laughs> But I think I think that he like kind of knows that no one wants it because you can kind of tell like I've seen a few headlines of like you know James Cameron talks about Avatar he's like well yeah I mean like hopefully I just it's made not, it for me <laughs> it, I mean basically he said like hopefully it's not a one off and like hopefully people are still interested in this so like well, he I mean, knows he, he's reading the room a bit because yeah. it's been a fucking decade yeah. at least right yeah and the first Holy one wasn't shit. even that good yeah. and like the only reason that people really saw it was like because it was the first like 3D movie of the new millennia that like actually made use of its like 3d technology did that thing, did that thing break box office records yes, or something it, did. it oh was like God, it why? was the number one grossing movie in the world after it titanic out. no it, it surpassed titanic no, but before, titanic was the record holder before that yeah and that's also james cameron yep exactly what a dumpster i, I don't know. understand how you can't keep getting away I with know. it he just like makes trash movies but i think uh since then like a few a couple like marvel and or star wars movies have eclipsed it so sure. i guess i mean that's inflation better. baby it you know it doesn't really matter it has to happen eventually I'm I'm James Cameron. He didn't do he didn't he didn't do any of the alien movies. He did. He did, he did aliens, aliens, the second one. Okay, that he okay. He also uh, Mr. Made, Cameron, Aliens I'll give you as your also best. Also Terminator movie. 2. Sucks. I hate that movie. What? That's a good movie. No, it fucking sucks. Try watching Terminator 2. Try watching Terminator 2 uh, and uh, now. It's just horrible. It's just like the most 80s garbage dumpster fire i've ever seen in my life it's just I like Terminator the whole thing too. is about a shitty kid and he's just like he's that that fucking like 80s Edward furlong he's yeah. that 80s like fuck, fuck school now <laughs> i'm gonna kickflip instead and that's like the entire movie it's horrible yeah but it's like fun it's you get to watch no, arnold like shoot uh terminator in the face with a shotgun and a rocket launcher oh, and yeah he, like and he like and he's made out of liquid metal so he gets all like he's like oh fuck i can't move and then like five <laughs> seconds later like zoop himself back together yeah, yeah it was really good you guys missed all of the little gestures that he just did it's I, true it's why we need to get this thing on we were so much more interesting on video or not <laughs> No, actually, we shouldn't that's, do that. I have a, I literally have a mustard stain on my, <laughs> on my tank top right yep. now. Um, yeah, and Agent Doggett from X Files is in that, and he gets naked. You see his ass. Is that the Terminator? Yeah. Oh. Well, the other Terminator, because right, the bad one, Arnold Schwartz, the liquid one, right? yeah, liquid, liquid Nader. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I still haven't really seen X Files. Oh, but. you should. Yeah. Maybe. Agent Doggett is a good actor. But he comes around right as that show starts to go fucking yeah. places. Because yeah. they're like, we got rid of Mulder for a season because David yep. Duchovny's in rehab. Yep. Yep. And it's like, and so they're like, oh, he got abducted by aliens. Yep. You know what I mean? And so yep. so he's good, actually. Agent Doggett's character is, is good. He plays the... He plays the 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 thing that the show is missing right because scully is the i don't believe in aliens and then like about midway through she's like okay there's like suspension of disbelief and then there's like scully still not believing in aliens despite all this shit that she's the fact that her co-worker is literally abducted by right and so then doggett comes around and he's like 
I don't believe in aliens. You know what I mean? So then okay. like Scully's like the molder being ah. like, so it's, it's cool. It's, 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 it's good, but that's right around the time that show really starts to suck balls. Yeah. That's the thing is like, it's hard to start a show that, you know, doesn't end well. This would be a perfect segue into immortal Hulk because I really do feel like X files and immortal Hulk when it started out were yeah. so similar and they're yeah. like kind of monster of the week thing. Yeah. And then it just becomes so, polluted by its own by its dog own lore. by its own lore and dogma that it just ends up getting fucking like yeah. soggy like yeah. I, I, I reach into an issue of immortal hulk now and i squish it <laughs> it just like goops out of all of his bullshit but eh, i just don't think it's been a lot better since the minotaur has been done well no. like the last issue in this issue that yeah this issue was okay yeah it's back to its it's not quite back to its roots yeah but it's getting there. Yeah, it's getting there. But it's anyway, this have, is... uh, have you been up to anything oh. since last week? Any any new interests or... Golly, no. I don't think so. I, down, I downloaded... Plugging away at WoW? Yeah, plugging away at the World of Warcraft. I downloaded Remnant from the Ashes. I yep. downloaded the new Total War game. Oh, yeah. I, did, I, it... I claimed it, but I didn't download it yet. Doesn't mean I played them. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, uh, I downloaded that Fall Guys game. Also, oh, I've been playing a lot of that. Actually, I, hear, I forgot yeah. about that. It's really fun. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna fuck around with it with Savannah. It's yeah, be fun. Yeah, it's fun with people. Crystal's been playing a lot too, actually. Actually, nice. Yeah. Um, and I've been playing with like it's a really good social game. It's not really fun solo. I don't okay. think. Um, but some people are into it, but yeah, some so, people are way into it. Yeah. I've seen like the fucking streamers that are yeah. like, I'm the best, best hexagon yeah. player in, in North America. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. It's like, all right, dude. And but, then, so, okay. I follow this, I follow this Twitter profile. I don't know what yeah. you call it. Whatever. Yeah, I, I follow account. them. They're, they're called, they're called scrub quotes and they make fun of people who are scrubs that complain uh-huh. about people who are good at video games. Nice. But this one, I was kind of on the person's side that they were complaining yeah. about. Cause it was a, it was a guy who was complaining about fall, some, some sweaty fall guys yeah. streamer yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, imagine, imagine being upset at someone for getting good at a video game. I'm like, well, you know, I can kind of under fucking stand <laughs> not wanting to spend eight hours a day playing fall guys <laughs> you know what i mean and becoming a, yeah. a, the absolute i want to just like pick it up and fucking run around you know what i mean yeah. like and i get i totally get that there is going to be people that are going to fucking you know just do that shit but at mm-hmm. the same time i'm like you just get put them in their own little game yeah. mode, and like let the people who are just going to run around and slap each other with nets you know what i mean yeah just like, uh, honestly though that is like all of the games like i've not i've seen all of the games i've seen a few good players on fall guys but like mostly it's just people just fucking around good and that's <laughs> how it sh- certain games should be that yeah. you know what i mean like you're all, there, there should be just like lanes like yeah. competitive lanes like i totally get that scrub quotes account for people who are memeing on like fighting mm-hmm. game people like yeah because that's a competitive game but right. like but Fall Guys is a party game. Right. And it'd be like somebody just spending 12 hours a day fucking just <laughs> ripping the course on Mario Kart and then yeah. just showing up and just like beating the shit out of six-year-olds all day. And, yeah. and then it, like, yeah, you fucking ruined the little kid's party. It's like, yeah, you did it. But like. But why? But why? <laughs> yeah. But for what purpose? Why would you do that? You spent so much time wondering if you could. Like not even like morally like, but like, but like why? What, what appeals? Yeah. <laughs> like what about that appeals? You. you think you're gonna make it big you think you're gonna cut that fucking, yeah you're gonna be the one of you're the gonna first get that fall guys that, esports team you're that, gonna that be on big phase old, fall guys phase fucking big old cash <laughs> i mean i guess maybe yeah. maybe we'll be the assholes people are probably joking about that about Fortnite. yeah probably now that 16 year old like, kid is flossing in his fucking mansion somewhere right now yeah i mean it's yeah but but fall guys is like so 
it's like so much of like an absurd just like party game like yeah. it's you can't it's impossible to take seriously it's like gang beasts right it's all like What's gang beasts? gang beasts is that really goofy sort of like physics based fighting game where you like grab each other and chuck each other off of the no idea all right but that's what it kind of seems like to me it is a it is a fun splatoon party game um is it like splatoon not in game but like in feel uh yeah in like in terms of tone okay. yes it is okay. very splatoony okay. i would say like splatoon is actually even like more sweaty than really fall guys yeah huh yeah hilarious then that, that, that guy is just that sweaty about it yeah I'm trying to figure out what you did to my rug what if it was your like if it was your like r- like just look at behind you look at that little lump oh, you got going on yeah what you do to my rug bro i mean you probably did it when like living here no it wasn't <laughs> like that any until point during the last until your like, idiot ass week. sat down it was fine until dan came into this room i doubt it man what I'm are you doing like i'm like moving to demonstrate that i can't really um, move this yeah i just i don't know you know maybe um i move i move away from the mic when i breathe yeah exactly <sighs> anyways uh-huh. um what did i even say anything that i've been doing you said that you were still playing that wow I, and yeah and that, that i just you thought about playing a bunch of games <laughs> yeah. that you downloaded uh we've been it. watching savvy and i've been watching umbrella academy season two. Oh, we finished that that show is fucking it's so good, good. so good good yeah. We just got to the part, spoiler warning, uh, we're going to spoil, we're going to spoil, we're, spoiler warning now, and I'll spoiler warning a little bit later, but we're I'm going to- spoiling sp- Umbrella Academy though? I'm going to spoil that's Umbrella a, Academy. That's something that our listeners will actually not want spoiled. Personally. Well, they can skip. Okay. They can skip, okay. they can skip the spoiler. It's going to be a very brief spoiler, but I just finished yeah, just episode- like three minutes ahead. I just, yeah, yeah, three minutes ahead. I just finished the episode where, spoiler warning, this is where I'm going to really spoil it, so you better just jam through it for a couple minutes here, okay? Yep. Uh, where they, uh, where they killed the one of the Swedish brothers okay okay and they sang that fucking the ending song which was like yeah. a taylor swift song or uh, something but in like it? but in like swedish in swedish yeah and i cried yeah <laughs> i was like holy shit this is actually way sadder than i thought it was gonna yeah, be yeah, holy yeah. fuck fuck what was that song it was really good it was, it was really, so or no it was adele it was someone like oh, you uh, i think yeah, no it was hello from the other side yeah that's it hello yeah. from the other side yep hello from the yep exactly yeah, really good uh yeah that's a really good show we finished season two um i will say the the last episode like it didn't totally stick the landing but it did that thing that season one did where like it perfectly sets, sets up, up the, the next, next season so it's like all is forgiven it's yeah. like it that show is very good I yeah love that show. i fucking love it love it's it. so good i, I love, love it to the death. characters yep. love everything what are they gonna do when that little baby aaron, i know when he aaron shorts up. gets hits puberty yeah i don't know because like i thought like it's already been. I thought it had been like a year and a half since the last. He looks season. the exact. He same. looks exactly. And he's the like same. right at that age where all of a sudden he's gonna get like a weird yeah. mustache, yeah. and his voice is gonna get all weird. Yeah. 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 So I don't know, but uh, I'm sure they'll CG him to death. Who the fuck knows? They'll, fig- they'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll figure, figure it, it out. out. Speaking of figuring it out, this is Craft Comics, and we are done with the variety part of the show. Spoilers we're, over. Spoilers are over until they start again. Yeah, uh, until th- they start again for the books. Yeah. We're done with the anime, Dan. We're done with the TV shows. Jerry. We're done with we're done with the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. You're never done with anime. Anime becomes done anime, with you anime tells you when it's done with yeah, you and then exactly. it goes to bed exactly <laughs> smelling like whiskey <laughs> <laughs> whiskey
whiskey. 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 Okay. Uh, this is Craft Comics, and we're gonna do the we're gonna do the actual thing now. Dan yep. brings the beers. He brings the comic books yep. because I contribute nothing to this relationship. I bring all of it. He brings it all, even the Portillos. Thank yep. you. For I them. bring the Portillos. Them the spicy hot, hot, hot dogs. dogs. Hot 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 dogs. Dan, you brought us uh, a beer. I did from a from a brewery near and dear to my own heart. A brewery, a brewery uh, that was uh, quite common when I was a, a young lad in college. Yeah, called Central Waters out of uh, God Nantucket, Wisconsin. Uh, Amherst. Amherst. Yep. Where is Amherst? I have no idea. Okay. Um. Oh wait, I got invited to their like. Uh, and they have like a huge anniversary party every year. Amherst anniversary. Yeah, an Amherst first anniversary <laughs> party, <laughs> and uh, so I think I think it's like uh, sh- like Deschutes. two or three hours north of Madison. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, um, but yeah, so this is their vanilla cherry stout, Brewers Reserve, a stout aged in bourbon barrels with cherries and vanilla, um, and Central Waters specifically uh, makes incredible like kind of like reserve stout like they're pretty known for that like yeah. they have a lot of like a uh, very limited edition like annual uh stout um series that they yeah. release they they had they were a brewery brewery they still are they they were a brewery that <laughs> that for me was kind of like on that leading edge of the yeah, craft beer for sure yeah and you could get like a red ale and that was like exotic. Yeah, it was yeah. like red ale and yeah. a pale ale and yeah. like this bl- a blonde ale that was like, oh, you know, blonde ales, you know, that's yeah. good. It's like it's like a good version of like the beer you're used to drinking. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like, and it, so it's it's just cool to, every now and then to check back in with something that's you know not just shitting inside of cans yeah. and shaking it up with a bunch of lactose. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they do. I think like a lot of the like first wave craft brewers, they do like the least amount of meme beers. I feel like, yeah, because they, they've hit that gen X niche. They can't, they can't do meme Mm -hmm. beers. Otherwise they're going to lose their gen X. Yeah. Yeah. True. They're proto boomers. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I, I really like their stouts in general. Um, this beer I also quite like. You enjoy this beer. Um, I do. I do. It's like, does it have a name? Um, or is it just just a vanilla vanilla cherry cherry reserve brewers stout? Mm hmm cool yeah it's just called vanilla cherry stout i really like this i feel like um take a look at that cat though real quick oh yeah that's a good cat that's a good cat that's a good cat she's a good kitty cat but like one thing that makes stouts kind of like overpowering like especially bourbon stouts is like when they're too boozy or too malty yeah like the body's too high yeah Yeah. or like too sugary you Mm -hmm. know like Mm -hmm. like uh yeah but this one i feel like is not insanely thick it's not insanely sweet the cherries really like add like a nice sour kind of tart yeah bite to it the cherry gets me a lot because like it reminds me and this is gonna sound crazy but it reminds me of like a cherry coke okay but like a like a grown-up version of a cherry coke because it's like it's that it's that that's the first thing is i hit cherry for me it's cherry sweetness up Mm -hmm. front and then you get this like kind of carbonated chocolatey i don't know whatever the fuck cola Mm -hmm. is i think it's probably like a bean I imagine cola's a bean, right? Uh, sure. Sure. I don't know. I don't know either. But then like, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, that's what it kind of reminds me of is that it's like you get that can- kind of almost candy cherry up front. It reminds me of the like uh, New Glarus 
like Belgian red and like that kind of shit. Cause that was like, that's like one of the first fruit beers I ever had. And they put a ton of like cherries in that Belgian red. Um, and it's really good, but this is like, it's that, but it's also a stout. Whereas that one is mostly like, it's just, it's like a lambic lambic or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you should call it a lambic. Um, I guess you could call it a lambic. It probably is. If you're a pedestrian. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It might be a lambic. But uh, but yeah, I I like this quite a bit. What do you think? I like it a lot, too. Like I said, it reminds me of cherry Coke, but like in a very good way. Mm -hmm. So I almost wonder like if if the cherry flavoring here is artificial or natural. And I don't really give a shit if it's artificial because like, yeah, it tastes good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it really does have an almost kind of candy cherry taste to it and like a cherry Coke kind of vibe. Really? I get mostly tart out of the cherries. I don't get a lot of like cherry sweetness, which makes me think that it's like probably real cherries, but um, like it doesn't, it doesn't taste like that kind of like maraschino kind of flavor or like grenadine. You know what I mean? Now that I, now that I take another sip of it and by a sip, I mean a gigantic gulp. Yeah. It's really more chocolate on the up front and then okay. and then it's cherry tart cherry or sweet cherry sweet cherry i don't get i don't really get, I the get tart. a lot of tartness actually yeah a little tartness a little tartness because you're a little tart a little tartness full of danny mac <laughs> danny mac is a tart yeah this is this is this is super tasty what was this a four pack mm-hmm. what's the abv on it uh you know i can't even find it really uh slippery bastards yeah it doesn't it doesn't have an abv on it the so. first sip i had i was like "Ooh, i can taste the alcohol and now i can't so yeah I, don't know. I can and it's like not that thick either so yeah. it's like actually kind of crazy drinkable yeah it is it's it's, it's crushable i'm almost done with mine yeah me which too. is why i was like yeah. what's the abv on this because yeah. i need to slow down i, I know i need I to talk about comic books i kind of wish we knew yet. but uh we don't so we'll just see where the night takes us eh yeah oh by the way this is a sexy cast yeah, this is a we sexy late to, night cast yeah we forgot to mention we usually cast in the afternoons yeah. but this is a special evening well the sun hasn't set yet dan but when Correct. the sun does set i'll be sure to play some lovely saxophone music. excellent excellent yeah. excellent yeah. love to hear it maybe it won't set by the time we're done i don't know oh one other thing i forgot what to mention is it? i don't know <laughs> where what year is it <laughs> we've been here forever jerry there's never been any what did time. you forget to mention dan uh so do you remember last week when i no. I, uh, okay. Well, I like, I signed <laughs> after we like drank all of our beers and stuff. I signed up for $10 worth of Facebook ads for our craft. You comics did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It was pretty hilarious. So there was like one guy who, so like, one yeah, you boosted ra- it. You spent 10 I bucks to boost it. the yeah, post. Yeah. 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 And like, so one random guy ended up liking our fuck. Post, yeah. So that was cool. And they gave me like the stats. It was pretty insane. Like for $10, we showed like my post got viewed by like over 2000 people. Damn. <laughs> and like of those 2000 people, 22 people clicked the podcast link. Well, we, um, and gave us a shot and probably promptly turned us off. <laughs> Just immediately yeah. said, said nay. Yeah, yeah. Our download stats didn't, didn't reflect that at all. So yeah. I don't know. I don't, we don't really get page hits, uh, but we do get, we do get like downloads. So if they, if they clicked it, Oh, okay. If they clicked it and at least listened to us, then, um, we would have seen it. But yeah, I actually last episode is, sitting at a dismal nine a dismal <laughs> nine a dismal nine download so all you Big fucking rip. scrubs out there you know what it is is uh spotify has been fuck shafting me i don't understand oh really yeah i uploaded craft comics yeah. uh, last monday and it's still on 34 and it should be number 35 so we are on episode 36 ladies oh, and gentlemen 30, okay, okay. 36 and i don't understand yeah i really don't get it it's it's huh. 
35 is here. I'm linked to motherfucking Spotify. So yeah. I, don't, I don't quite understand. So yeah, uh, last week we have uh, nine. Costco Glizzy has nine. <laughs> Costco, and, uh, Costco Glizzy. Glizzy has nine. <laughs> what and, a good name. And uh, let's, let's, uh, issue number 34, Let's Rescue Ourselves from Ourselves, has 27. So, hmm. And what's funny is um, 33 is 38, but I think that's because it was up for such a long time. Um, so people were like just checking it out and yeah, listening yeah. to it, but yeah, yeah, who knows? Huh. Only interesting. Oh, a mere nine downloads on that one. So but yeah, that's pretty bizarre, man. That you can just like pay ten dollars and show like whatever dumb 2, shit you come up with to like to over two thousand. No, one of the people. Russians beat us in the last yeah. election, man. Yeah. I don't know. That's fuck. That's yeah. fucked up. Uh, yeah. So I I don't have any other thoughts about the beer. Yep, me neither. Shall we move on to the books, Jerry? Let's move on to the books, Danny. Mac, um, Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah, we're gonna do Spider Man as the first one, and an excellent job of doing that because it's Spider Man number forty six, the Amazing Spider Man number forty six, written by Nick Spencer with art by Marcelo Ferreira, Robert Poggi on inks, David Curiel on colors, and Joe Cara Manya on the on the fucking letters. Legend. Uh, Dan, I didn't read this really. It was the last book that I had, and there were a lot of words. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get, I'm gonna punt this one to you. Yeah, so uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. Did is I like, miss anything? Uh, I mean, not really. It I don't so, think so. It seems so boring. I didn't so... really like it. Cool, uh, cool, 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 cool. So the Amazing Spider-Man is like probably the most famous, probably uh, Spider-Man comic right now, longest running, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think the Amazing Spider-Man is their main line. Yeah, yeah. So they reset we, the numbers on it every now and then. So but. we started reading this like when it came out. Like, yeah, when it when it changed. When um, it changed hands. Dan Slot stopped writing it, yeah. and and Nick Spencer started writing it. And Nick yep. Spencer, we like, I think. Yeah, from something else, but I don't remember I can't, what. Yeah, I can't recall. Um, but anyway, so we started reading this. We got like a little fed up with it. Moved to Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man, which was way a, better. Which was way better, yeah, and is no longer running. I guess oh. uh, I haven't seen it anywhere, oh. but. Maybe it's just taking a hiatus. Who knows? But anyway, so we decided to check it out again. Um, and this was like not super enjoyable. Like the whole issue is kind of about Spider-Man uh, encountering like a Punisher-esque character. Yeah. And he like kills people brutally with like a shotgun or something. And so Spider-Man was trying to take down this like gang of supervillains. And then the Punisher guy who's not the Punisher uh, comes in and like kills them all and all the people cheer and stuff. And Spider-Man's like, isn't that fucked up that we're like cheering for someone who was like brutally murdered? And I'm like, isn't like shouldn't i go be going to a different comic book to like see people brutally murdered and like that conversation yeah. and they and they did the fucking they did the uh, boondock saints thing where they did like a bunch of interviews with people that were like that were like having disagreeing opinions on, oh on, yeah and i was just like oh, okay yeah i understand yeah. i remember i did I, I do remember the punisher thing i do remember having him like he was like talking to spider-man as he was shooting people through the chest I'm yeah like, that's like an insult to the person you're shooting through the chest yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> and I'm like, and like yeah. Spider-Man's cool with it. He's like, I'm gonna fight you while you do this. And yeah. it's like, it's like, man, at least have, have this person who's getting yeah. dispatched have like yeah. a, have like a moment, you know, like a fucking yeah. Rex Wiescomin Pache kind of yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. But like, he doesn't. He just is like bad mouthing Spider-Man while he's shooting uh-huh. these people. And it's like, I don't know. I don't want it. Yeah. And I don't then he guns it. down a reporter lady in her car at the end. And I yeah. Didn't, I didn't. I didn't want that either. Yeah. I don't it, want any of this. I don't want any of this. <laughs> it's like, why? Why would would you do this in the Amazing Spider? Like, this is. 
Spider-Man is like a happy-go-lucky character. Like, yeah, he's got his moments of like somberness and like you know. Gwen uh, Stacy. Yeah, but it, but like bring her back. But it's he's not the guy to like. I don't know. He's he not the to guy quippy. to like grapple with this shit. Yeah, yeah he needs to be, be quippy. quippy funny. You should make some fucking joke about about killing people. You yeah, know what I mean, like, oh wow, <laughs> that's really nice shot, dweeb. And then and then the person wouldn't die, and he just like smack him in the kisser. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he'd pull him out of the way just in time. You know, he'd like he'd like he, the guy would be like, I'm gonna kill this guy, yeah. but he you'd see like a little web on his arm. Yeah. in that panel, and then he'd shoot and be like, oh, because he'd be like getting tugged to the yeah. side. He'd be like, oh, nice shot, dickwad. You know, yeah, yeah that's Spider Man. But like, I'm not. I'm like and i'm not opposed to this conversation of like is it oh vigilante justice because that hasn't been fucking played out exactly. the goddamn hell but it, yeah that, that's like the entire premise of the punisher is based on like i kill people but is it really right will it ever bring back my family and <laughs> it's been done to death i don't give a shit anymore so this was kind of like I wanted to watch some fun spider antics. Yeah, and that's what we wanted. Any of that. We wanted spider antics, and we didn't even get spider antics no. this week because Spider Gwen was sold out. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> yeah. If you want lighthearted fun, don't read the mainline books for the fucking Gen Xers. They all just want to see just miserable people and divor- children, miserable divorcees who lose their who lose their children in fucking space, and yeah. their dads estranged. Yeah, exactly. Spoiler warning for Superman. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, this book, I didn't enjoy it. Nick Spencer, no, so Nick Spencer, I'm pretty sure he does and did the Fantastic Four for a while. And then I think he did like Archie. We were reading an Archie book by oh, him. Oh, yeah. And that was fun. I think you're right. Bring the fun back, man. Yeah. You don't gotta go, you don't gotta go dark. Yeah, just because you're like doing a mainline comic book. He's like, shit. The main people who read these books are Gen Xers, and it, it says in the focus <laughs> it says in the focus test that they like dark stuff. So I'll guess I'll do like a Punisher villain or something. Like one of the guys at their interview even is like, he's just like the Punisher. Yeah, you're like yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They could have like, just done this you. with the fucking Punisher, and it probably thank you, sir. At least this way, I'd have been like, oh, it's cool that they're doing a yeah, Punisher that they, thing. That they bring in the but Punisher. They, it's literally but they don't just, even do that. They're like, what happens if the Punisher shot people with laser beams? Because we don't want you know we don't want gore. Yeah, we want to be able to hit, get to shot of him shooting through it he's yeah. still gonna kill him yeah but no you know no no viscera yeah <laughs> that's not that's not friendly that's not that's it. not smiter man i don't care who it's for man. i don't get who it's for but fuck it it's not for us it's not for us that's for sure that's for sure throw that one in the in the in the sack pile yep throw it in danny and jerry's sack uh to be brought to the old recycling recycling plant for comics. his books. eyes have glazed over <laughs> i was trying to think of something funny and it just never got there well you know just like the amazing spider-man never didn't quite, it didn't stick, quite get there didn't quite stick the landing uh moving on dan would you like to talk about horror horror would you like to talk about pain uh this is this isn't a tom king book this is the immortal hulk number 36 written by al ewing with art by joe bennett inks by Rui jose colors by matt miller and letters by Corey bennett dan i want to i want to begin i want to begin all of our reviews of the immortal hulk with you reading the quote at the beginning oh that's a good idea how good how good is this because every so every issue of this every issue of the immortal hulk begins with nothing but a black page and i'm just like i'm weeping for the for the (laughs) for the black printer cartridge that just has to just just lonely scan and be like blah 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 oh what is this what's this line 100 percent black okay 100 percent black all the way down yep 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 
Okay, read read this one. The quote from Job 19.7. Behold, I cry out of wrong, but I am not heard. I cry aloud, but there is no judgment. Does that have anything to do with this, with this book? I mean, kind of, because like he's he's crying out because he's wrong. Right? Who, who's wrong? The Hulk, because he exploded people in the On last accident? issue. Yep. Well, at least, but I'm sure they're going to bring it back. It's like, it wasn't actually his fault. Someone injected yeah. him with gamma no, it, bombs. It's the and... guy. It's the upside down man. He's the one who did it. That, mean, guy's, that guy's being a little prick. This guy. Gear, no, 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 no. Yes, it absolutely is him. I'm going to say, last issue, this guy touched the Hulk right before he exploded. And this, oh, enti- this really? entire time, he's baiting people. He's like, why don't you see what I can see, Hulk? And he shows he shows the lady getting beat up by the other lady and oh. baits the Hulk. Okay, we should rewind and talk about this issue. Yep. So in the last issue, the Scene Hulk set. the Hulk exploded while he was doing a, uh, like a, like a PR interview. Yeah. But like it was a, what do you call that? What were those like, uh, like American, what's the charity? The Habitat Hulk for House? Humanity. Yeah, Habitat for Humanity. Hulk was doing like a Habitat for Humanity thing. He's like, look, me Hulk. Hulk good now. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucking nuked the and whole town. he <laughs> nukes everyone by accident. Um, and like literally nuked. I thought that he, they like saved everybody, but no, he like literally wiped out an entire town, didn't he? Uh, yeah. And you see a bunch like of it. skulls yeah, and shit. All, like the skeletons and shit. Ooh, big rip. Um, so he's been with his buddy rick jones who like the military brought back is like i don't know some fucking dumb experiment where they like bring him back but he's like super irradiated person now or something like that uh so he's alive and they do a bunch of cool body horror shit with him in like the first couple panels where uh, yeah because he shields the group of reporters from the nuclear blast but he's like all horribly disfigured yeah and so then every time you see him in the entire um which I liked about this. Yeah. Every time you see him in a in a panel, he's upside down. Yeah. Which is cool because he's, like, he's like he's, he's like all exploded. Yeah. And his whole and there's a two up. there's a two page spread of him kind of stretched and then arch, arching across the top and hanging upside down. Yeah. He's like, I can't feel my hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. So uh, one thing that's been consistently great about this comic is like the, the cool body art. horror shit yeah, yeah. the art is so, yeah so good the art is incredible and it's also incredible here lart um so yeah they got like this uh reporter and she's like trying to cover the scene and then they bring in like that's this the, hit team that's the lady um, right isn't that the reporter yep, it's, lady? The, yeah. it's the reporter woman who's been in this whole book she's she went to hell with him yep. and saw her dad yeah <laughs> and he had like fucking teeth for eyes yeah Oof. Yeah, that was fucked up. She's she's been places. Man. She's, yeah, she's not just some reporter lady. You're right. You're right. Um, she Thank is you. the give her her due. lady. She is the reporter lady. She's yeah. She she's always just kind of around. She's like one of those characters. She's she yeah. So so the Immortal Hulk started as like a like a monthly sort of monster of the week, but uh, you know accurately monster of the month. And she was always a character in the background yeah. who was tracking him from like encounter to encounter. She was basically the everyman um, character in this book yep. where it's like viewers need someone to look through their lens and stuff. And that's been her in this. So and she's not, yeah. she's not very intriguing as a character. I don't think, but, uh, but you know, maybe, maybe this book needs that. I don't know. I um, like her. She's, I don't dislike her. She just like, doesn't have, any real like personality traits i don't think that i've noticed wow 
Because she's a woman written by a man. <laughs> wow. Written by Al Ewing. Oh, okay. You brought it. You brought it around though. So yep. you're you're actually you're actually dunking on dudes. Yeah, I'm right dunking women. on Al okay. Ewing's <laughs> ability to <laughs> write women. This is a progressive podcast, Dan. I don't need you. Yep. I don't need yep. you fucking this up for us. Okay. <laughs> he did good with uh, Betty though. With he did. Betty Ross. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't I don't actually think that she's like bland and I don't, I, I personally don't find her bland or in personality list. She's she's int- I think she's I, cool. I don't really, yeah, I'm not interested. She's you, just, you she just hangs out. You didn't really see like the beginning, and yeah, she's been hanging. She's definitely been hanging out. It was cool when she while. went to like hell and like yes. saw her dad. Yep, but and like before that, she was tracking him down, and, and like everyone yeah. was like, Bruce Banner is dead, and she was like, No, 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 no. Yeah, she was cool. She was cool, and now she's kind of taking a back. That's just like a lot of this book. She represents. Maybe she's a metaphor. Mm, maybe she is a metaphor age for the gold. Hulk. Exactly yeah. for what this for what this show you or the show that this comic used to be and now yeah. she's taken a back seat for these kind of well this is what happens when yeah. one writer writes one book for yeah years you know what i mean it just yeah. kind of loses its steam a bit you know yeah i will say that like i'm not totally opposed to this uh i just miss the monster but yeah, the Monster of the Week stuff was pretty fun. It was the best. Uh, so they bring back these guys who helped Hulk in a previous arc. Yeah, tell me he's not evil, man. Yeah, you're you're right, you're right. Yeah, thank you. But like... Uh... Alpha Flight. Huh? They bring back Alpha oh, Flight. Oh, yeah, that's who it was, yeah. Um, so they have a big Hulk uh, battle and... Hulk War. And some other cool, like body horror art kind of like vintage style yeah i mean this what's his name um we are fucking i I know and then at the end do you remember who the guy in the tube is there's like this disintegrating man yeah he's the one he's the one that they found he's the one that they found and fuck he's been in a tube forever okay remember his body was all horribly disfigured and they recovered him from like a like a science lab okay and he's been in that gamma tube forever I was just going to say Joe Bennett is super good at drawing horribly disfigured things with really weird proportions. Yep. He is like literally the perfect artist for this book. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, it's great. So that so there's this like gamma guy in a tube who escapes at the end and disintegrates a guy with he's, his hand. He's got awesome. a name and it's like a well, it's not awesome. It's horrible. That poor fucking guy. It's awesome. Look at that art, man. It's yeah, so good. I, I feel though though if you flip the page, if you flip, flip the page one over, yeah. maybe maybe in Yeah, that yeah, shit. Watching <laughs> his, his fucking, face disintegrate. I feel so bad for him though. He didn't deserve that. Maybe he did. I think maybe he might have been one of the people who put him in that tube, you know. So maybe, maybe. it's maybe it's a come up and I don't know. Nobody deserves to get their whole body melted, though. <laughs> no, but it sure looks cool. It sure does, and yeah. it's all green and bubbly and gross. So I don't know. I thought this was this was pretty good. I mean, it's I like it doesn't it. have to do much to like uh, be a step up from where it was because this was the 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 book who, that was doing the whole like Minotaur CEO Gamer, of, gamers rise up of fucking corporate America. That was yeah. terrible. But uh, I don't know. It, this is. You this see that you these? see the the Minotaur represents capitalism, <laughs> but like the art's incredible in this. The story's yeah. not bad so well, far. Well, the art's like, always been good because uh, Joe Bennett's been drawing it for the whole time. But didn't he like last book? He the last issue had a burp. He was a, there was a guest artist, but okay, okay. He did the entire Minotaur arc too. Like it was never bad. 
For for me, it was never bad because at least even even when it was bad, it was still good. And like the fucking weird Zemnu shit, where he's saying you no. you you, me- you member Saturday morning card. That was still fucking a little bit that weird was and neat. good. But yeah. do you were, remember were, before that when they did the whole Bernie Sanders thing? That was terrible. I remember the I remember the and I'll never forget the fucking issue where he's like, I've lost track of my transgender daughter. That ain't my kid. <laughs> and then he fucking kills his daughter yeah. at the end, and it's just like yeah. holy shit. That's a bit on the nose but on the nose i don't know but and like all the yeah dude all the bernie sanders shit was bad it was so bad gamers rise up damn but uh yeah i like this so this isn't bad okay yeah i like this i don't love it though yeah i miss i miss loving i miss loving comics i miss loving (laughs) I miss, I miss you're a true gen x i know you remember you remember when there weren't so many politics now in comic I, books? now i don't love comics anymore so all i want to see are comics that reflect my life yeah of kids and divorce of kids and divorce and general malaise because if i can't be happy i don't want my comic book heroes to be exactly happy. i lost the dream therefore my superheroes should have also lost exactly dream. speaking of superheroes losing the dream we're gonna talk about (laughs) wonder woman number 760 this is written by mariko tamaki love uh with art by mikhail janin love colors by jordi belair love and letters by pat russo yeah love so yeah we had not been reading wonder woman for a while because it wasn't that good yeah this was g willow wilson took over and high hopes it started out really good yep it did uh g willow wilson created uh kamala khan which is probably one of the most iconic modern superheroes mrs marvel miss marvel amazing miss marvel miss marvel did i say mrs yeah it's the stout man i mean (laughs) nobody can expect me to it's a miss uh you know what i'm saying what mrs okay Ms. Oh, okay, okay. mademoiselle kind of thing you yeah. know it, okay. ma- it makes perfect sense yep 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 uh so we uh, wanted to check this out again because uh was, Tamaki. Yeah, sorry go ahead i was just finishing that oh, okay. like it started out really good but then it kind of just you know petered off a little bit yeah and it was fine yeah um but jerry loves his wonder woman i sure do love wonder woman and i love wonder woman drawn by mikhail janin and it was yeah. it was pretty it was pretty good yeah i thought so too um yeah it's so help me walk through yes. and maybe you can't but <laughs> we'll find out exactly why we love all of these people because i do so we went through uh yeah mariko tamaki when have we read her mariko we we tried to do this last week and yep. i can't remember but mariko tamaki at least wrote supergirl being super which was like kind of like a okay a, a supergirl young adult novelette yep. kind of thing that i that i really liked i don't think you did but i also think mariko tamaki did some other book that you and i both liked. yeah but i don't i can't 100 okay Okay. And then Michael Janin. Mikael Janin did Mikhail. the art did the art for Batman with Tom King. Yep. And specifically, I think to me, a highlight of his Batman run was the War of Jokes and Riddles. Yeah. Okay. Jordi Belair wrote uh Hex Wives oh, and also yeah. does a lot of colors. She she wrote she she writes, she draws, and she also colors. And she mo- I what think for fucking for DC boss. she mostly colors, I think, but um she wrote they she gotta wrote, get her writing. She's she's Hex Wives was so good, man. God, it, was that Jordy? Bla- I'm gonna feel like a fucking idiot if that wasn't Jordy Blair. But I know Jordy Blair has written. I think it was Hex Wives, and I think it, she also wrote Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And she definitely, oh, she yeah. definitely colors a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And then Pat Brousseau's a letterer, and I just said I loved him 
I don't know. I'm sorry. Let, <laughs> the letters union is going to come after me. I apologize. Dan is, Dan's Googling it right now to tell me that I was wrong about Hex Wives, probably. Um, I don't know. She's done... Oh, we'll dig into it a little more later, but she did uh, Moon Knight, The Vision, Magneto, Nowhere Men, Hawkeye, and Batman, amongst other titles. Oh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll look into that a little bit and get back. But uh, anytime that there's like a big... Creative it team was, mix she did up. Not, she wrote. She wrote. Blen. Blen. Ben Blacker wrote Hex Wives. What the oh. fuck did Jordy? Oh Bill yeah. Write? Yeah. Ben Blacker. We'll find out. Anyways. Uh. So yeah, the new creative team took over and what? Redlands. I don't think you ever read Redlands. Oh, no, I didn't. It was like it was like a weird horror image comic that was very good. It was about witches in the fucking bayou, mm. and it was super good. She wrote. She wrote Redlands. Very good. Cool. Sorry. Um. Apologies. So. Yeah, we, we we like Wonder Woman. We haven't liked it lately, but uh, we want to check it out more. We want Wonder Woman to be good. Um, I always, wa- I always, you always want Wonder Woman to be good because she's yeah. like this, like DC. She's like a little shining light. You know what I mean? Like, s- fucking Superman is out here needing therapy for all having the, for kids all the re- for all the reasons. Dads. Ba- Batman is just God. He that guy is just he's a he's, he's, he's always a, brooding. He's a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean, Wonder Woman out of the three, the fucking Trinity. Yeah. She's like the little shining beacon of hope. Yeah, she doesn't have any bullshit kids. Nope. No bullshit divorces. Nope. She's got Steve Rogers, yep. and he's like, he's not usually in the picture. Steve Rogers Anyways. just got gruff beard when he needs to, trimmed yep. when he needs to, yep. beautiful blonde hair and shredded ads and a big dick. And That's all know, you need. And they know how to use their birth control. They so, know. Yeah. So I'm into it. Plus, like, <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman, I think, has the coolest, like, origin of yeah. any of the main line you mean like DC her story super- or like why she was created uh no i mean her yeah i mean her literal like, like origin story, story. Yeah. like diana the, of the miserable like blah, blah, there's blah. so much that you can do yeah pulling in greek mythology when you want to or amazonians when you want to you know like there's there's just like such a massive like trove of fucking cultural Shit you can root around that in, you can yeah. like dig up and i think that when wonder woman is done well you can do some really cool shit with that. Do you re- um, do you remember when Marvel Comics had that like weird Hercules arc at the same time that like Wonder Woman was digging into yeah. like the Greek shit and uh-huh. we got we got so confused because like Hercules was dead in DC but alive in Marvel. Yeah. Like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I can't remember which Greek god is alive in what universe. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. That was funny. I enjoyed that. Oh, what a time. <laughs> A nice pre-COVID time right there. Yeah, that was a good pre-COVID time. Uh, So, yeah, the, the art in this was incredible. Mikhail Janin. Yep. What a God. Very, very good. Yep. Uh, what did you think about the book as a whole, Uncle Jerry? I thought it was neat. Uh, I, I can't honestly tell you, like, because I'm not looking at it. I don't remember anything that happened in it because I think the entire time I was just looking at the art. Wait, there's something, there's something afoot. Something yes. is afoot. There is something that is going around mind controlling people to do all kinds of nasty business. Yeah, there's a person, and she knows them. I don't know them, but uh, she talks to him, and well, she thinks it's him, but he doesn't. He seems to think that it's not him, right? What? I thought he was just saying that he changed. That no, he's he. Like not a bad guy she. Thi- yes, you're right. No, she thinks it's him, but he is saying that it's not. It's Maxwell Lord. Yeah. Maxwell Lord, who's a famous what a fucking name. Yeah, Maxwell fucking Lord, who's a famous mind controller. Um, she there was a riot at his prison. She's blaming him. This is a classic. This is yep. a classic comic book thing. He didn't do it, Dan. I'm going to tell you right yep. now. This man didn't do it because she shows up. She shows up and is like, "It's you, Maxwell," and flies off. He didn't do it. 
He didn't do it. I can get, I can almost guarantee you that. But there's this kind of like shared hallucination thing going on right now where, um, or a mind control thing, mind control thing. Cause that's happening. what this guy does. This Maxwell lore is he yep. mind controls people and yep. she's tells everyone to stay back because he's a mind controller. Right. And he's like, no, I've changed yeah. Diana. I promise you I've changed. It's not me, but yeah. I can help you kind of thing. Yeah. He didn't do it, Dan. Yeah. I'll just tell you right now. Um, and so she's talking about something that somebody did almost killed somebody over like holding their guinea pig ransom. And then what happens is a construction man is basically like, I love this. <laughs> I love this picture of him just yeah. jamming that wrecking ball into that building yeah. filled with people. He's just jamming a wrecking ball into a building. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yep, loud and clear boss. Got to got to knock this one down. So she's, uh, uh, Diana goes and saves everybody. There's some really cool art of her stopping that wrecking ball. Yeah. Pretty neat. Um, wrecking balls are an insane concept. It really is. Do, do you think about do it? Do I still use those? I hope so. I feel like I've never seen a wrecking ball IRL. Have you? Yeah, but like when when's the last time you've been around a skyscraper being befelled? I guess not a skyscraper, but like there's construction do they just blow, do in they downtown just, Madison do all they, the time. Do they just blow them up now? I don't know. I feel like I just blow them up, right? I guess I've never seen a building like this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe fuck, maybe they still fucking whack them, dude. Yeah, that'd be so, that'd be so cool. So he's just he's just going at it. But this this building doesn't need to be whacked. It shouldn't be whacked because, because there's it people, has in, people there. in it. Uh, but then he's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. She pulls him out, and then she like PTSDs and starts like fighting a bunch of demons. A she calls them demons, para, yeah. para demons. Yeah, surprise. It's they a, ain't demons. It's civilians. She so, was getting... Well, no, it's soldiers. Yeah, that's right. When the soldiers show up. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But she like killed it's a It's convenient. Bunch. I thought that was very convenient. That was yeah. like a very convenient page turn. I expected it because I was like, oh, yeah. shit, she's getting mind controlled. And then you tur- the page turn and it's a bunch of like soldiers with like soldier helmets yeah. on and shit. So you're like, oh, well, thank goodness it wasn't civilians. But they like, probably what? like drew them as civilians and then... Well, like, we can't do that, so let's put some uniforms on them. You just draw some helmets on them, Mikael. Because they deserve to die more. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was that was a little weird, because yeah, I was like, was when, when did the soldiers show up? Yeah. I didn't see that happening. But, yeah, basically, she got bamboozled by somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't think it was Maxwell Lord, Dan. But we'll find out in later issues. Because, in the uh, next issue. I think we'll keep pulling this, probably, because, yeah. like, if nothing else... If Mikael Janin keeps drawing it... Yeah, then, for yeah. sure. And I didn't think it was poorly written at all, no. so I'm, I'm down. I, I I could appreciate this because I was like you know that this is a this is a writer who understands their artist mm-hmm. and is like man you are very good at drawing so how about I Let just do a lot of the heavy I tell lifting. you here's what I write on two pages where am I oof that sound parademons <laughs> that's two that's two pages two worth pages. of dialogue yep. and then and oh and then scree yeah <laughs> you know what I mean so like. That's somebody who knows that the that the artists are working with is fucking good. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, just tell the story, man. Yep, lots of that, lots of like double page, big horizontal spreads with not a lot of dialogue. I yeah, yeah, I, you love to see that kind of stuff. So yeah, I hope this. Uh, I hope this is good. I hope it's a good run. I, I think like, it's good. I like this issue. Um, you know, mind control is kind of a bit tropey, but uh, hopefully it. Go some cool places with it, and sure. Um, yeah, I liked it. I like you. Thanks, Jared. I like. You I too. enjoyed this. I, I did enjoy this, and I really liked this uh, cover, which it, she looks like she's about to fight the Iron Giant. Yeah, appreciate like giant like uh, X Men Sentinels or something. Oh yeah. All That'd right, cool. Dan and I. That's three books down. We've got three books to go. In three a, books and one beer. Down. An entire sixteen ounce beer to go. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Your boys are gonna get. 
fund. <laughs> We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. We're going to have some fun. How do I record this? How do I stop recording? I'm going to go get the beer. Go get it. Audacity. Where are you at, my buddy? Oh, there you are. It's all true. Ooh, that was a weird sounding it one. Like, oh, that was. Oh, more... this smells weird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smells funky. This is a weird beer. Uh, so first of all, the label is hideous. Look at the thing that's on the. Dan, front you of the didn't label. say the thing, and we're back. Oh, sorry, sorry. God damn! A little bit of content, fucking nudity. Please. Uh, so we're drinking. <laughs> White magic of the sun. Okay. Is the name of this. This <laughs> what is a horrid. Look at it. Oh my God. Like it doesn't have a nose. It's got a hole where its nose should be. It's got a like a And stitch. the nose is set between the eyes. Yeah. And Hate it's it. got stitches on Hate its left that. eye, brain coming out of the top right. Hate it's that. just fucking salivating. But you do see some hops. I see that. I see some hops. The art is pretty insane. I don't like. It looks like Rick and Blorty. Yeah, it does kind of. Oh, pickle, Rick. I turned oh, myself into a pickle. I turned myself into a, sc- a disgusting yellow nose hole demon. And I'm drooling because that's a thing that the kids love. Yep. They they love drooling. They sure do love burping. And they yep. sure do love a little bit of puke. Yep. Hanging out the mouth. Sure do. Uh, so this is a weird beer. I, I feel like we have not had any weird beers since we came it's back so two weird. weeks what ago. What the fuck does it smell like? Let me tell you what it smells like, Jarrett. It smells like water, barley, wheat, coriander, bitter and sweet orange peel, juniper berries, and 12 varieties of peppercorns. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's pepper. Because one is not enough. No, you need. It is pepper. That's for sure what it is. Now that you've mentioned that, do you get pepper on the nose of this thing? I haven't even tasted it yet. Take Let's a sip. Take a take a smell. It's like definitely. You're right. Yeah, it's definitely pepper. I was like, what the fuck does this smell like? But it's pepper. It's pepper, baby. So this is a wheat ale. It's like a pretty burly wheat ale. It's seven point three percent. Yeah. Oof. Um, I'm pretty sure he's a peppercorn. Now that I I'm oh like, yeah. maybe I think that's well, I think he, yellow though there aren't well, that many I mean, there's, there's twelve varieties of peppercorns You're in here right. one of them's got to be yellow I know there's a yellow. I know there's a white I know that there's a dark one and I know that yep. there's probably like any every single shade in between I guess yeah especially if there's twelve of them so yeah I didn't even know there were that many peppercorns me neither what the fuck is a peppercorn <laughs> what does that grow on is it inside of like a little fruit. Uh, no, I think it's. Oh, um, I don't know. It's a flower. I think I've actually seen this. I think it, it grows in kind of like um in like a bunch, like okay. like grapes do, and then it gets all dried and shit. Yeah, yeah, on the vine. That makes sense. What is a peppercorn? Listen, what is a peppercorn? Dear listeners, please tell tell your idiot <laughs> tell your idiot <laughs> podcast hosts what a peppercorn is. So there are a lot. There's a tradition in oh. beer of uh, making wheat ales with like coriander and yep. orange peel yep. yep coriander and orange peel they're usually yep. like a what like belgian whites or like yeah nice um, low abv f- p- even 5. like uh, maybe like saisons yep you can put some um, you can sprinkle a little coriander in a saison yep. i wouldn't do it in like a german wheat ale i wouldn't do like no like a, maybe a half of ice you can't in the germans because of the reinheitsgebot the what <laughs> The what? The what? I've told you about this before. It's no, a, it's the it's, it's a the rule. B, it's the BJCP of uh, the. Uh, it, it it is a it was a law until Germany in the until the, like the 1980s that beer had to be made with only uh, water, barley, hops, and yeast. 
What about wheat? Uh, and wheat, I guess. Okay. They grain. Because they had Hefeweizen. Yeah. yeah. And grain. Um, but the none Rhein- of these crazy fucking additives. The Reinheitsgebout? Reinheitsgebout. Reinheitsgebout. Yeah, is the name of the law. What a fun thing. Yeah, I guess I guess they would have had to allow wheat, right? Because they, Hefeweizens are such an old style and they're yeah. German. So, yeah, I guess so. Hefeweizen. So, it literally means like wheat, wheat ale, right? Yeah. Uh, Weizen means wheat. I'm not sure what Hefe means. Ale? Probably, I don't know. Half of Erston. Well, then everything would be Hefe. Okay. I don't know, Dan. Yeah, I don't know. You're either. the German here. Yeah. You knew about Reit... Reinheitsgebout. Reinheitsgebout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Definitely definitely not a traditional German beer right here, folks. Uh, no. This is not a not. traditional... Like, for one thing, wheat ales are not typically this high in ABV, which is already weird. Yeah. Um, it's high. And then, like... I would say the juniper is a little out of place in terms of, I mean, not in terms of like flavor profile. I don't no, think not, but that, that's what, that's what I'm going to say about this is it's like, it is completely out of left field. If you think about like a wheat ale, yeah, but it's not out of left field when you think about flavor profiles, because yeah. like coriander, orange, pepper, juniper, they're all like almost pickling spices. I think of all mm. of these things yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, in pickling. I get that. Like you could, you literally throw a coriander seed. All of these, all of these things next to each other uh-huh. inside of some kind of weird jar with some vegetables. And some, yep, and some vinegar, and let that bitch go to town. You know yeah. what I mean? And it would be I'd perfectly, be yeah, it'd be perfectly. And so they all make sense culinarily. Yeah, but not so much in a beer. Yeah, like not. Yeah, not but traditionally. You, but you taste it, so why the fuck not? You know yeah, I mean? why not? So what do you think of it? I like it. This is a weird-ass beer, and I enjoy it. It is a weird beer. I do enjoy it. I do think it might be a bit much for me. Like, once I get... I feel like I'm going to get sick of it, like, about 75% of the way down. Yeah, once you get to the the dreads, that last... It's like an ambiguous... It could be about five to six sips, or it could be two gulps, or it could be just one... Close your yeah. eyes. It's yeah. warm. You're yeah. warm. Yeah. You're drunk. You don't want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> so you just quickly yeah. empty it down the old gullet. But that, it's that, this, we could get there with yeah. this beer. But this is a this is a thick ass boy. Like it's she it's thick. thick. Yeah. She thick. It's boozy. It's like malty. Um. Yeah. This is this is a thick ass boy. It's peppery. Yeah. On that on that on the end. It's just it's so peppery. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I I I do like Actually, it. It's very balanced. Now that I take that second sip, now that I'm acclimated to it. Yeah, I think they do a good job with the additives. They really do. Because I get coriander. I get pepper. I was like, all, I was all ready to be like, man, this is so peppery. Yeah. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, orange, coriander. Yeah. Now I get pepper. It's been a long time since I took that sip. Pepper is at the very, very back end. I get a bit too much wheat malt. I would have liked this up to front? be lighter. Up front? Uh, just in general, in terms yeah. of like malt, mouthfeel, in terms of sweetness, in terms of, yeah, I guess just wheat flavor. Yeah, I, I would have liked that. less of all of those. I, I, like, you would like this at 5% ABV. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get you. I just, I don't know. I, I, I appreciate this. I don't beer. think it's bad, though. No, it's like, good. I'm, I'm not disappointed I'm drinking it, but... I feel like, especially with all of these additives, I feel like making this a super sippable beer would make it a lot better. But, but that's just me, and maybe that's just the seasons. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, this could be. I could see this in like, 
this actually feels like the right time of year for this beer. Like I want, I wanted this on like a cha- a changing season. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like sun has set on summer of 2020. I don't even, re- I don't even remember spring of 2020. To be honest, I don't with remember you. any of 2020. I just we we woke up three weeks ago. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, we we, we That's right. Savannah put us to sleep. Yep. At the end of 2019, she kissed she us. us. She kissed us on on each of our little tiny baby foreheads, and she yep. said, "I'll wake you up when the world doesn't suck." <laughs> And, and she some, lied. And she lied and she woke us up in the middle of 2020. <laughs> That's scamp. Because she couldn't take it anymore. She's like, I... But who could blame her? Who could blame her? She needed She needed the boys. Yeah. I needed the boys. Yeah. We all needed We, we all needed, needed the boys. We all needed you the boys. needed the boys. <laughs> Dear listener, you needed the boys. The nine people who downloaded the last yep. episode <laughs> out of the 27 that downloaded the one before. Yep. Thank you for returning. Uh, may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. Yeah, this is good, I think. This yeah, is good. I like it. Uh, one other uh, comparison. Who, who is this from? Voodoo Brewing? Oh, yeah, that we should mention that I don't think I have yet. This is, yeah, Voodoo Brewing Company out of Pennsylvania. Interestingly enough, I don't know if we have ever pulled a brewery. Just the entirety of Pennsylvania? From it, doesn't Pennsylvania. Have a, it doesn't have a city or something? I mean, it does, but Meadville. I don't Dope! know. Dope! Are you kidding me? Meadville and they're making yeah. beer? Bold. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bold yeah, and i'll sure. i will appreciate a i'll i'll appreciate a trailblazer these guys are blazing trails they're they're in meadville <laughs> they're in meadville making beer and yeah. beer that is just got the ugliest can art i've ever yep. seen yep um they're called voodoo brewing you know what i think we have had theirs because i remember being mad at them because they're from pennsylvania really yeah because i was like i was like <laughs> i'm pretty sure did they do it's ipa Oh, maybe. I'll look it up. Look it up. Because I remember there was like a voodoo. There, there was a voodoo brewing beer. And I was like, well, you're going to call yourself voodoo brewing and not be out of Louisiana. It makes me so that makes me so mad. Dude, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Did they make us IPA? Yeah. Woo. Uncle Gary in the house. Look at that. Y'all thought I was drunk. That's wild. I can't you, believe you remember you're dr- that. You're drunk. <laughs> yeah. You're drunk, listener. <laughs> Clearly. Not me. Yep. I'm not that drunk. He's yeah. not that drunk. Wow. Out of um, Pennsylvania. Out of Pennsylvania. Voodoo. That's right. It all came back to me. I was like, yep. voodoo. That makes me mad. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> why does it make me mad? It just got beamed into my brain. Nice. Yeah. It's good, though. Yeah, I like it. It's the IPA. It was also good. It's also tasty. Mm-hmm. So voodoo brewing makes some tasty beers. Something, now we know. Something to think about. Something yep. to think about for the future. Yep. Any other? Let me let me do one more tasting note. Yeah. Let me do one more. So you stall while I, while I do it. Okay. Okay. Um, shit i can't stall okay so at the beginning it's sweet it's sweet wheat malt yep you're right sweet wheat sweet wheat malt that immediately gives way to like orange that yeah that sweet bitter orange peel yep and then that washes away to a bitterness that i think might be some from some kind of hop i don't know what it is and then you start to get additives like coriander yep i got coriander now i don't really get juniper at all Juniper is kind of lost for me. Yeah, I guess me too. And now pepper. Yeah, now I get the pepper. So there you go. Some tasting notes. Yeah. I've been practicing my tasting notes. Oh. You've been doing some homework, Jerry? I've been doing some, some podcasting homework. I've been doing some podcasting homework. Some after hours work. That's right. From Uncle Gary. Yep. I, w- w- do you want to know what I do? My system? Drink? Uh, it's not just drink. <laughs> it's okay. It's not. It's drink. And it's the, not just drinking. It's, it's, let me finish. It's drinking and interpreting. It's drinking 
alone in silence <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What I literally do, what I literally do is I pour I pour beer out and I shut myself in this room. I turn the lights off. I'm not even kidding. I turn the lights off and I close my eyes and I drink and I just concentrate on the taste because like and I try to write it down. That's my best. <laughs> you write it down in the dark? Yeah, on a notepad. Okay. Not, you don't need a fucking light to write. You don't need write. lights to write. Sure, Dan. my notes all end up sideways. All sideways <laughs> fucking and it looks like a madman scribbling <laughs> oranges, coriander. <laughs> what is this man saying? There's like fragments of words written all over your arms. Dan, do you want to comment about my dick this episode? Uh, it's less bulgy than, than the last time. I'm pretty disappointed. Um... But it's fine. It's fine. It's, <laughs> it's the bad. same review that all of your last sexual <laughs> lovers have given. Lovers yeah. It's less bulgy than the first time, but you know it does the job. He's enthusiastic. <laughs> he tries his best. Okay, that's all you can expect. I mean, that, that is all you can expect from yeah. a man. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the Zoomers now they're they're a bit more. Yeah, you know, they'll they'll lick your butt. Yep. They lick your butt, Dan. All day, every day. Let's get out of here. Let's okay. dig ourselves. Let's, let's get let's dig ourselves out of this pit. Uh, we're going to continue on with some DC books. Oh, fuck. How are we going to talk about this one? This is Green Lantern Season 2, number 6, written by Grant Morrison with art by Liam Sharp. Steve Olaf on the colors and Steve Wands, a, a tale of two Steves, Yeah. on the letres. Dan, would you like to talk about the Green Lantern Season 2? episode number six i guess so so this shit is wild it's so wild i liked this me this too was so fun this might be the most fun book that we pull because yeah. every single week it's just like well not every single week it's not every single week it's like once every two months yeah like, what the fuck is this book? yeah yeah it's a massive 90s acid trip is what it is and it, yes yeah. grant morrison has been on a fucking 90s acid trip for yeah. 30 years yeah um and i think he's actually sober now i know i've said that before sorry <laughs> I think it's actually probably true, offensive, but my bad. But a lot of his uh, most classic uh, works have come out of hallucinogens. That he's like he like writes all of these crazy books while he's fucking high on God knows what well, in like this, East Asia. This still reads like it does, but I mean it does. I, I will say that it's like tempered. It's like you can. You don't need yeah. to be fucked up to understand. Yeah, and, but it's I, still got like kind of like I mean I don't want to say a clear narrative because it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's you can follow it. Yeah, it's uh, so not he, complete nonsense. He is clearly he is clearly a very creative person. We'll say we'll say he's a creative he's a creative For person sure. that's amazing at just world. He's amazing at world building in a way that is not your Tolkien world building, yeah. but a more organic sort of like drop you in it and then just like fill in these details and more surreal more like stream of consciousness yeah but like in like i don't know i almost like there there to me like there are there are bits like vonnegut in here where like the way that he he just tells you facts that are Mm -hmm. that are just they're they're a truism in this in this reality this nurse this I, i i adored the way that this opened up with um like this nurse comes down this hall and she's just like, she knows all 1200 corridors of this yeah. thing. And she reminds, she, she knows it's the green lantern because of his smell and the, and the faint nostalgic feeling that she gets when she smells mm-hmm. it. That was three hours ago. And it yeah. was just so like, yeah, it's very, to me, it's very kind of Vonnegut. No, I get that. Yeah. It's so cool. I yeah, just, I, like I, I, I adore that so much. That's a good comparison. Cause it's, it's, 
it's in a the surprisingly same way. intelligent comparison. It is. Thank it is a surprisingly you. intelligent comparison. Because, <laughs> yeah, at the same time, it is very, like, meticulously done, I would say. Like, yeah. very, like, there was a lot of work put into it, but it's still very uh, out there, I guess I would say. It's out, yeah. It, it It's... it's abstract and it's surreal yes. but it's yes. grounded yep. it's not like it's not like i am just floating out it's not there. like you're just like listening to whatever yeah like someone who's high on drugs is saying so like in a way that contradicts what i was saying about like him just throwing you in the pool because he doesn't just throw you in the pool he gives you enough he doesn't yeah. sit there and, and and spend half the book explaining what's going on right just to lead to the fact that these guys dated it's like a page you know yeah. what i mean it's just good yep it is good um it's got a ton of incredible liam uh, sharp art liam sharp art yeah unreal like this stuff is like it's it's what you imagine 90s art to be like now and if you went back and looked at that art that was actually from the 90s you would realize that like, this is way better how horrific it is yeah, and this is and way how much better this yeah. is yep 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 um but what yeah, i love what i love about the incredible what i love about the art in this is it, it can do that shit that you're talking about like like dudes with like zero percent abv and like huge nipples yeah. and like and like rippling <laughs> rippling fucking abs but yeah. then it also does this like weirdly sexy hannah barbara yeah. lion and it's yeah. like what is happening it's just like this? such an insane combination yeah. of like different styles liam like, sharp is a fuck he's so good what a god it, it is what a perfect pairing of this like absurd grant morris story yeah. with this with this artist who can who can like capture all of these yeah. different moods um and particularly what i love the way he drew um the 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 weird like silicon um life form guy i think his name is like oh, rock yeah. or something like the that. green lantern yeah he's a, yeah. He's, a, he's a lantern and he like can fragment into like a tiny little yep. bunch of bits of him yeah. that like are completely expressionless yeah. but there's like no way that like <laughs> liam sharp can draw something that's expressionless yeah so like it's him trying to draw this like expressionless thing that is so evocative yeah. of like that exact thing is so good it's so good mm-hmm. yeah i agree this was this is is always a super fun book to read yeah. like even if we don't understand what the fuck is going <laughs> yeah. on i can't tell you what the fuck happened in this i yeah me neither it's like green lantern was sick he comes back he got he, like, fucked up fights, by something yeah, yeah he got fucked up by something he comes back and then eventually he dies at the end from for, from some... <laughs> he literally dies i forgot he died yeah he literally he... dies and they say at the end dead again and uh, he's like, how oh, does it feel to be dead again <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's so good it's so it's so it's so weird it's so absurd it's so trippy i the main thing that i love about this is that it's a green lantern book yeah like the dc editorial like saw this and they knew that Grant Morrison's incredible because he's written like some of the most incredible like DC comic books ever written and like independent comic books ever written. And they just like trusted him with their mainstay to make yeah. him into like a weird 90s hard boiled detective yeah. who goes and has acid trip like outer space hijinks it's the coolest dc it's got it's got to be one of the coolest dc books for sure coming out now like Like out of the main say out of like the main justice league like i can't believe it's green lantern like this is incredible and it's the green lantern it's hal jordan it's not like it's not like one of the other green lanterns no yeah it's like like the the fucking green lantern white male green lantern yeah (laughs) the one everyone roots for one that everyone knows even the even the gen xers love hell jordan they don't like they don't like what's her name 
Oh, huh? shit. I can't remember her name. The From l- what? The Latina Green Lantern. The Gen oh. Xers don't like her for some reason, and no one can figure out why they don't like why, why they don't like a Latina <laughs> yeah. female or uh, Green Lantern or the Black Green Lantern. They can't figure out why they don't like him either. It yep. doesn't make any sense. Uh, but yeah, they, they, this is Hal Jordan. Yeah, I, I also loved the fucking like a kind of like weird prissy lion guy who just like hulks out and rips that dude's fucking head yeah. off. That, he's like, he's okay, super weird. Yeah, he's so I don't cool. get it. Like they draw like like he said like he's drawn kind of like a Wizard of Oz cowardly lion like cartoony Hannah Barbara yeah Hannah Barbara look like at the beginning and then like in different frames and even in the same frame like he'll have a super cartoony head and then like a super like muscled vascular like 90s hardened body and then I just love the part where like he's a punchline for this entire thing and then this like horrifying green lantern red lantern robot ladies about to like literally murder a late like one of the green lantern ladies and he just is like he's like haven't i endured enough and he's like we're leaving and he just fucking rips the bad guy's head off yeah just in one clean sweep it's crazy it was crazy i feel like i could buy the like i love these little rick guys shit rick 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 i love the crystal guy yeah they stab him to fucking death yeah they're little it's horrifying, actually. It's, it's insane. That's like the entire, like, uh, could you fight a hundred ants? This whole book is nonsense. And it is. Like, it's gibberish. It's so good. I d- I'm just now seeing the men in black that are a bunch of starfish for heads. Yeah. Like, I, I feel you, like, like if we can, bought the yeah. trade paperback of this, we could read it front to back like eight times and still find new weird shit yeah. going on and still not understand any yeah, of it. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, But it's not the kind of thing that needs to be understood. It no. just needs to be experienced. I just love these guys in suits that are just have a bunch of stars for heads. Yeah. I didn't see them. I didn't before. see them either. And I adore them. And I and I will protect them with my life. This whole thing is insane, and I love it. It's, I love that it happened. I love that this is possible. Yeah. Um, we should talk about. And I don't. I, I actually I regret. This is a real. This is a real journalistic regret on my part, not having the ammunition to talk about this. But like massive layoffs. I was just going to talk about massive that. layoffs yeah. at DC editorial. What yeah. the fuck? Do you, you you might know more than I am, but like they laid off a. F- Fuck ton of people. Yeah, at DC I think editorial. like a quarter of their staff or something like that. Like, and a lot of this is also coming through their uh, like DC universe and stuff. They've moved all of their TV shows to HBO Max now, okay, which so I think is great uh, because it's going to expose them to a wider audience. Doom Patrol is supposed to be awesome. Uh, fucking um, so that whole D- like DC thing is gone. DC right? Universe, I think it still exists in some capacity. Like you can like download all the comics or something like I that. I would assume it's more comics focused and less uh, TV show focused. Sure. Um, but yeah, I was just going to look up because I know that, um, yeah, they laid off like a ton of their work for Ed- Editors, like I, for comics. So yeah. I saw a bunch of comic book staff talking about how the editors are all gone. Yeah. Um, and they also canceled... Oh, I have to look up exactly what, but they canceled a ton of their comics now too. Um, okay, so comic books are literally getting hit like super yeah, hard. Yeah. Damn. So in they announced cancellations for a ton of their books in November, and the only ones that I really remember that we were reading, I remember it was like Teen Titans, Young Justice, which we actually read, and which was pretty good. Um, that one's going. And oh, Sue or Batgirl. Batgirl is going. That's getting canceled, which is fine. 
It hasn't um, been good in a very long time, which is regrettable because... Not since we started the podcast. Yeah, it's, it hasn't been good. It hasn't been good in a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, maybe Legion of Superheroes, I think. Um, and then there were a few others that were scheduled to end. You November, know, I, I kind of... And I, and I know this sucks because like what it's basically saying is that I want people... I want there to be less work for people, but I really do wish that there were less comic books and more quality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like Yeah, I, agree. I want I want more I want less number of books yeah. and more Yeah, I honestly don't mind it either cuz like we weren't really married to any of those. Yeah. But what and what does suck is I will say that it's very hard for people who are trying to get a job in the comic books business yeah, that's to br- true. to break in without these kind of like, yeah. you know, books i don't to say that nobody fucking cares about them but yeah. they're lower stakes you yeah. know what i mean like you don't need to get and we also talked about last week about how dc was assuming its own printing responsibilities as oh. well and i wonder if that has anything that to probably do does because like their printing capacity is way down from yeah. di- from dynamite or no diamond diamond well no they've actually diamond is just the distributor not the printer oh okay whatever it is yeah but so I bet their distributing capacity is right. diminished. But like, also, like, if you're dis- you're still going to distribute to the same number of stores, yeah, right. You're still going to distribute to the same breadth. It's just the 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 volume that you're distributing. I guess you know what I mean. Like, maybe you have less fucking trucks or something. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't know. God, or damn. it could just be a COVID thing. Who knows? This brings me back to like my whole thing that i just don't understand about comic books i don't understand how comic books work yeah how i can pay and like it's it's crazy this a wonder woman 399 i'm looking at the price tag right now 399 michael jannon Jannon, you have to pay michael jannon you have to pay uh marika tamaki jordy belair yeah Uh, you got to pay the the fucking color artist you got to pay the letterer yeah and then you need to pay the printing the cost of printing it and shipping it and all that shit and it's so cheap wonder woman is so cheap yeah and yet there are hundreds of comics that come out every week. And yeah. if I fucking tried to buy all of them, I'd go out of money. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like comic books are this weird hobby where it's like insanely expensive and dirt cheap at the same time. And I just don't understand it. Yeah, I don't get it. And like, I feel like a lot of the money comes from trade paperbacks too. And I don't even know how you even calculate that kind of thing. Because like if you have a monthly... I don't think a, I don't think a lot of people buy trade paperbacks actually. Really? I think the, the bulk of the comic book costs... In income is is from weeklies actually, because I feel like the only way that people can like unless you're pulling comics weekly, the only way you can catch up. And how I trade. used to catch pay, catch yeah. up is on trade paperbacks, but I don't know. Maybe that's not the norm. Well, I don't think it's not the norm. I just think that like when you look at the number of like the, your 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 audience, the people that are buying comic books weekly are probably more likely to just try individual things. Yeah. As opposed to people who are like trade paperbacks who are like I'm going to read the Batman one. Right. You know, they're not going to read the Birds of Prey yeah event thing. You know what I mean? They're not going to read that. Yeah, unless it's like super good. Unless it's like hyped, right? But they're not going to just like read it and be like, oh, yeah, that was fine. Yeah. Throw it away, you know? So the other ones that got canceled are. Oh, yeah, read them. Tell uh, me. Tell me. I want to feel sad, man. So Teen Titans, Young Justice, Suicide Squad, Hawkman, and Hellblazer, the new Hellblazer. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that does kind of suck. But also, Hellblazer was kind of a complete thing from start to finish anyways. So I don't really know that that the new one needed to happen. Actually, that's that's less than I thought you were going to say. Yeah. It's really not that many cancellations. No, it's not. A, it's not like a crazy amount, but I, I mean, you, I thought they were like calling fifty percent. But if they don't fill those spots, then it's like still not a crazy amount of books. I don't know. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I'll be curious, like, if they have more events or if they, like, kind of stop, like... God, know. just please let metal end. Yeah. It's been two years. <laughs> it's been two years, and I didn't even like it that much two years ago. But I was I like, ha- oh, it's fine. I'm glad it's over, but it's fine. But they're like, <laughs> it's like DC's fucking heavy metal. Yeah. Scott Snyder's vision. What I hope is that, like... The black label stuff kind of catches on in the sense that that's just vertigo, man. If if black label was going to catch on, it would have caught on forever ago. Yeah, probably. But sorry, um, <laughs> but there is a lot of like limited series that are doing really well under that kind of shit. Like, yeah. I mean, they um, always do well because like that's kind of like that's what people kind of want. I think. People, so that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like I kind of hope that that so that this like means that they can that the industry can kind of trend in that direction of like you know like kind of almost anime style where they do one season of good quality and then end forever um or or end for a year and let their artists and creative people get some distance from it what happens with like immortal hulk is like you write the same and tom king too tom king tom king's batman you write the same thing yep for two years yeah Every, every two like two times a fucking month yeah you write it you it's just like you're gonna you're gonna lose the love yeah that's just what happens so it's i kind of hope that they like and it looks like they are kind of trending in this area where they're doing more limited series good less uh continuous but like continuity yeah endless numbers Can. of batman number action comics number 1000 like 52 or well, whatever I, so the, i'm i don't know i'm of two minds of there's that a because good balance I, to strike I, I think i like the idea of action comics number wh- whatever you know what i mean but like have it queued up in the docket you know what i mean yeah. like have have somebody who's writing action comics 1000 through 1024 which is yeah. which is twice a month for a year right uh-huh. and then already have somebody in the queue lined up after lined that. up after who's like already starting to like vision this out for them mm-hmm. you know what i mean and have the have them to do the handshake thing you know what i mean yeah and that way you can keep the con you can kind of have your cake and eat it too in that in that sense like you can have your continuity you can have your you know every other week kind of yeah. release thing but then just have a fucking plan yeah I think there's a good balance to be struck because I think there's a good, like, with Action Comics, you know, the, what's the Superman one? Action Comics is the Superman one. What's the Detective Detective Comics Comics. is the Batman one. Yeah. So I think there's, like, something to be said for, like, those long-standing ones and and the the legacy. The history of it, Mm -hmm, right? mm Because, like, Action Comics came out in the fucking, like, yeah 30s 40s yeah long fucking time but uh, i mean most of the others by this point except for like at least in terms of like dc those are the only two that have kept their original like numbers going all the others have reset with like every major uh creative team shakeup kind of thing so like honestly you could get rid of those you could just do limited series for everything except for like the super legacy mainstays and marvel too like x-men yeah keep your x-men keep your fucking spider-man yeah even x-men didn't didn't x-men start over I think they might. They might. I think have, they like, did with like the Krakoa shit. Uncan- oh, yeah, Uncanny X Men though is like a very long standing. Okay. Like seven hundred. Okay. Seven hundred fucking eighty or something. At this okay. point, it's okay. a long time. So yeah, like keep a couple. Do a limited series for the other ones, and not limited series with like a bunch of fucking like side comics. Like, oh, you have to pull like these eight different comics in order to get on the event. 
It's like no one wants that. Last time in Immortal Hulk, Star Lord is dead. <laughs> the thing that's great about like like the Black Label and all that is it's like self-contained. It's self-contained. It's one creative vision, one author, start to finish. You don't have a bunch of authors like artist kind of, is a big thing too. And art me. too, yeah. yeah. Like because like when there's nothing more jarring than when you're like reading an arc and like they just yeah. like overwork the fuck out of this artist and then like. Then like they're like, oh, I've guest artists on this one. And you're like, yeah. oh, this doesn't even feel right. You can see that sometimes in trade paperbacks where like in the middle of it, you're like, oh, what the fuck? You yeah. know what I mean? What the, what the fuck? It's so jarring. Yeah. Just keep it succinct and tight. Yep. You know what I mean? Writer writer and artist at least. Yeah. Like the color artist, very important. The letter, very important. Uh, all of them like combined to make like a cohesive thing. So I would yeah. like a whole creative team. Dan, yep. we are wildly off topic. We are, but also it kind of ties into our last book. Not that we're going to do that um, for a minute, but... Why don't we just swap them? Yeah, let's just swap them. Let's swap them. Uh, so, yeah. in terms of a creative team, start to finish, this is kind of up that alley. It was numbered at 12 issues. Uh, this is Batman, The Batman's Grave, number 9 out of 12, by Warren Ellis, Brian Hitch, Alex Sinclair, and Richard Starkings. Yeah. So this is kind of one of those limited series that I was talking about. It's it's numbered at 12 issues. You know it's ending at 12. Nine of 12. Yep. It's not any of the main line. Um, like, it's not Batman number it's, X of it's whatever. Not, it's not the Batman. It's the Batman's grave. Exactly. Dan, I will tell you something, though. Tell me. Uh, traditionally, sales-wise, limited series get less pulls. It's true. But Which is weird. I'm like, I will. Ra- I personally, as a newer comics book, as a newer comic person, I would rather pull something like this. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think that it's changing though, because I think based on the types of things that DC is hyping, maybe DC just wants it to change. Yeah. But like all of their advertising and shit is going towards these limited series. Yeah. I think. I think what throws off we're just going to get wildly into like weird comic books culture right now, but like what throws this all off is speculators and, and how much speculators um, throw off the entire comic book industry. Yeah. Speculators are people that will like spend, they'll buy 100 copies or 200 copies of like Batman, the, the wedding issue yeah. with Tom King or whatever, because like, oh. it, cause they're like, Oh, shit this is going to be worth a lot of money someday because this is this is the time when when bruce wayne gets married lol to (laughs) selena forever forever to (laughs) selena kyle uh lol and so then speculators buy like literally like literally i'm not kidding you that that that, that's what the whole hubbub was about that the wedding issue batman number 50 was that speculators bought like 40 issues per cover and we're totally fucked and we're totally fucked because they didn't get married yeah incredible <laughs> which actually now that i think about it that way a tip of the tip of my fedora yeah. to you dc editorial to you dan dio and thomas king thomathan king yep i see you and i raise you one fedora tip yep yep um but dan, yeah this is not that this is batman's oh, the dan, batman's grave dan is sweeping me under the fucking rug right now <laughs> he's just like shut the fuck up jared <laughs> Oh, uh, I love your nonsense, Jared. It's not nonsense. It makes complete sense. I think sometimes you want me to put you on track also. I do. I, so, need, I need that. Yeah. I think we both I need do. You. Yeah, we both we do. do. You're right. So I, the reason I pulled this is because it's a Batman comic and because it's written by Warren Ellis. Because which, it's called The Batman's Grave. Yeah. That's a bad title. What happens if we took Batman and we did something dark with him? Yeah. And, but that's not what this is about, Jared. Okay. Um, and... 
you'd know if you read it that <laughs> I did read. It's I read it, this one. It's not a very dark book, but the re- yeah. So Warren Ellis, he is famous for Castlevania. Castlevania, uh-huh. the Netflix TV show. He is the <laughs> head writer and creative director. I think that's, that's some good anime. That's not anime. It's really good, yeah, man. That's so a good. very good show. Um, it's probably the best video game adaptation ever made. My, I would say uh, Savannah loves lo- loves that show. Really? We, well, yeah, nice. we watched we watched up to episode three. Um, and she fucking stood up like at the part with the bar fight or whatever, the bar fight where they were like, you No, it wasn't the bar fight that she stood up for him. It was when she encountered the monk, when he encountered the monks mm-hmm. and they're like, we will all die without you. What And he was just like, he like looks over his shoulder and it's like the dramatic hero yeah. moment or yeah. whatever. And he just goes, I don't care. And he walks out <laughs> and she stood up. She's like, what? <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. And the fucking credits rolled. It was yep, like, yep. Oh! <laughs> she was like, are you kidding me? I was like, ah, yeah, it's good. This is good. Yeah. This is good television. <laughs> yeah. It showed us a really good job with like very, uh, what do you call it? Like very melodramatic. No, I would say just like oh. moments that like make you feel like, oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's very good at that. And yeah. Warren Ellis is very good at that. Um Did you get any of that in this? The thing that I uh yeah, kind of. Like the thing that I get from him always is his like punchy dialogue. And he's one of those people where I mean, he could be criticized for making all of the characters kind of sound like him and like making sure. the repartee just sound like him just having a conversation yeah. with you know another character that's also him but it's also so good that i don't really care yeah i like, really liked i really really liked alfred yeah ripping on fucking yeah bruce alfred Williams. dunking on bruce was are you gonna in climb this? into that mickey mouse suit every single yeah. day when you can like are shitting yourself or whatever <laughs> the fuck yeah you have to go to the bathroom every hour (laughs) yeah yeah there's a lot of good moments in this um the other book that i mainly read of warren ellis was trans metropolitan which is like a really good uh future uh kind of hard-boiled detective kind of thing um and it ended i think in like 2012 but it is a very good series if anyone feels like checking it's very like over the top insane humor kind of futuristic bullshit um, but yeah, like that, I, I found the dialogue in this to be like the main draw. I also really liked how it kind of humanized Batman in a way where he was getting beat the fuck up all the time. And they kind of made fun of it in a way that was both realistic, but also hilarious. Grounded. Yeah. yeah. What what I, I really appreciated about this book is how it's like, it's like, this is like a young, you can tell this is like a young Bruce Wayne and a mm-hmm. young Alfred and they're they're mm-hmm. earlier they're early on in their yeah Batman shit where they're not all like oh this is so tired yeah. I'm yeah. so tired all the time Alfred you're right and, and it's like it's like it's still fun for him so right. it's, it's fun for me you know yeah. what I mean like Alfred's like oh Mr. Bruce do you still intend to do this when you're shitting your pants yeah like we already know from reading the DC comic books for a hundred that fucking exactly years what he does. that's exactly what he does he, he he literally shits into the bat suit and it recycles <laughs> into its fucking battery or whatever and it's fine well, it recycles back into his veins and it just gets and pumped just back in he's like I am I, I can I <laughs> I can pro- Alfred, I I got the suit to process ninety nine point nine percent of the nutrients that I put into my body. And he's like, oh, that's fucked up. Master All of the Bruce. waste that I excrete can be fit into this pearl. <laughs> exactly. I've eaten I've eaten nothing but Five Guys burgers and fries for the past ten years. And I've excreted it into this one dark deep sea pearl. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the best thing about this com- uh, comic, Jared. Oh, we, we're wildly off topic. Uh, this was a good book, I guess. That's all I have to say about it, really. Like, the dialogue was good. The uh, Alfred was I'm good. sorry to our nine listeners. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, what was the actual plot of this? There's like a... You, I was counting on you to fucking explain So he's, he's trying... I remember to... a guy who shoots him with... He's connecting the dots with Commissioner Gordon. So, oh, I remembered. So it's like a police brutality thing, sort of. Oh, so, no. No, but it's Dan, not... no! We can't talk about this now. No, but uh, just a little bit. So... <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> so the, the idea here is that there is <laughs> a Bruce Wayne a uh, mirror image like counterpart whose oh, okay. parents we're, it's comic books we're good whose parents were killed by um police so oh. he has assembled an army of sorts of like maybe ex-convicts for i'm not totally sure they're all, they're all bald with the same tattoo they're yep. hitmen and uh their whole goal is to hitmen, basically kill police oh yeah so it's a pretty interesting premise Okay. Um, I think we didn't, uh, we're coming into this like pretty late in the game. It's a nine of 12. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so we don't totally know all of the backstory, but it's an interesting premise. The thing I liked about this book compared to James Tinian's shit is, uh, I don't say shit in a bad way. I still like it, but stuff, stuff, you mean stuff. Yep. Uh, is that this is a little more measured. It's like, it's Batman at his more, like it's more Detective-y. Dialogue, detective it's shit. Detective, yep. and that's what I was yeah. hoping with James Tinian. And I think he'll, he'll he'll get to it. You know what I mean? But like, and he works some of it in with his action. It's but actually it's, way more detective-y than Tom King oh, for shit, sure. which was just like fucking poetry. It's just like and character men brooding, in un- men in underwear wrestling each other. Wrestling. Just, Tom, love you, bud, but unpack it. You but, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. figure, figure yeah. it out. So yeah, I, I would don't know say, what you did in Iraq or Afghanistan. Yeah, you might have wrestled some guys in your underwear. Maybe, maybe. Not that there's anything wrong with Not that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with Batman or the Batman screen. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought this was a very good book. I I don't know if I'll keep pulling it just because we're coming into it so late. Uh, but if we're definitely short a week, I would definitely pick it up. Why? I love Warren Ellis. The the um, art in this was, was very good. Yeah, too. the art was very. I, good too, I really yeah. enjoy. I really, I really enjoy just young fucking Bruce Wayne. Like like fucking like Batman. Just like I just continuity needs to die. I'm yeah. sorry, continuity needs to die because nobody fuck. That's why they reboot this shit every five years. Sounds like you want more limited series. It sounds Jared. like I want some more limited yeah. series, baby. Yeah. I want Batman. I don't want Batman sogged in his own diapers. Like, <laughs> like I said, everybody fuck. Every time you reach into an episode or an issue of Batman, you squeeze it and all that shit water comes out because it's just fucking nonsense. It's garbage. I don't want it anymore. I'm tired. Jared's sick of squeezing issues and find soggy shit Fucking leaking out. Butt water, dude. Oh, I donh, God. I don't, I don't want it no more. I don't Spe- want it no more. Speaking of speaking, speaking of, of hero, butt water. Speaking of heroes having issues in soggy butt water. Yeah. We're gonna talk about Superman number number twenty three, written by Brian Uncle Beepus. Yeah. Kevin McGuire on the art and John Timms also on the art. Alex Sinclair is on colors and Dave Sharp. On letters. This is uh, this is Superman goes to therapy for all the fucking soggy butt water. Yep. That they've been doing for him for the entirety of uh, DC Rebirth. Yeah. Dan, let's unpack Superman's baggage. I don't think that we are equipped to, nor do I think that Doctor Fate is equipped to. No, he's not. He's he's like a young pre med college student trying yeah. to trying to unpack a, a centuries old superhero yeah. of all this bullshit. Yeah. So Clark, sure. why did you reveal yourself to everyone? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> 
First of all, my dad's dead. Then yep. he was alive. Now he's dead again. Yep. Second of all, my son uh, went into outer space with my dead dad. Yep. Came back 10 years older after oh, being shit. tortured on a volcano. Oh, that's super fucked up. Um, and then yeah, he wow. left to the future so uh-huh. that he could go to college. Wow. And Hang on. Wait a minute. That's a literal plot. I didn't make that up. No, you summarized that actually super succinctly. You didn't yeah. miss a single fucking thing. Yep. Uh, so that's that's kind of where this is at. I did actually really like this book. You did. Uh, because, I did not. Oh, really? Because like, the thing li- I liked about it is it kind of makes fun of all that baggage. It's like, it's, it makes fun of how absurd like superhero continuity and storytelling is. Uh, because the whole theme of this issue is like Superman... Uh, he goes and talks to Dr. Fate. I'm not sure why he talks to Dr. Fate specifically. Because he goes there specifically because he thinks that he might be of... So, okay. So, every member of the Justice League thinks there's something wrong with Superman, right? That he's depressed or... or this, Not not that he's depressed. Actually, that's probably the fucking punchline. So, yeah. take that back into my mouth. It's like, oh, Batman's like, oh, there's something wrong with you, Clark. You need to figure your shit out. Yeah. And Wonder Woman's like, oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, you, maybe you're afflicted by some kind of magical illness. So, he is going around trying to figure out what's wrong with him uh and so he goes to dr fate to see if he's been cursed in some way uh and so the, the whole reason the whole he... reason that all of them are concerned about him is yeah. because he revealed himself to be clark kent okay so on a grand scale yes yeah and that's what they're trying to unpack in this issue and i think what they're really digging in brian michael bendis's big reveal uh whoosh is gonna rip the fucking mask off he's gonna, you were in depression the whole time and i think that's what it's gonna be here is that he's fucking depressed because he's lost 10 years of his son's life that his dad is dead and then is alive and then yeah. is dead and then is alive and then it might be dead again and that his wife is fucking lex luther or something Oh really? I missed that. I didn't. I made that up. Oh, I made okay. that last bit up. Okay, but maybe okay. she's doing it. You I know? mean, maybe he's got a bald Probably head. Not, there was a whole arc in the '90s where Supergirl was balling Lex Luthor. Did you know that? What? Yeah, and Lex Luthor had long curly hair, curly red, oh. ha- red hair. It's very problematic. Oh, he used to have red hair. Yeah, he's like, very problematic. Regularly. If you if you look if you look back at it, she calls him like daddy and stuff. Oh. Oh. The '90s. Like the '90s were a problem. I think. Yeah. Well, now she's a Supergirl who laughs, so who really has the problem? Maybe she should have just stayed fucking Lex Luthor. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Uh, Dan's, Dan's figured it out. There's also a very kind of fun side plot that I really did enjoy of a lady who is a DEO agent who gets infected by like Zemnu. The Zemnu. Not who, Zemnu. The Zemnu who laughs. Oh. Zehanort. Oh, she gets infected was, by Zehanort. Who was it? It was a Zordon. Xanadu. Zordon. Xanadu and Xana like. Xanadont. It should be Xanadont. It should be Xanadont. But it's not. It's like. Xanadu and Xanadont. But it's something just as dumb. This is really cool though. I liked. I really liked this page. Xanadoth. That's Z- it. Xanadoth. Xanadu and Xanadoth. Which is actually Xanadu, isn't it? Do- uh, Doth is do. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so Inter- <laughs> like grammatically, yes. That's so dumb. Actually, that's funny. You know, now that we unpack that, that's pretty funny. I really I like this. So. I really like this panel. Xana don't would have been better, though. Xana don't would have been better, but yeah. Xana doth is a bit more clever. Yeah, I guess so. Is it? A little less on the nose. It's a little, it's, it's okay. just I as mean, on the nose, barely. but like, but like just slightly, like, eh, you give I it a little nudge. People don't say doth anymore. They don't say doth anymore. Like they used to do. What? <laughs> that's it. Okay. That's it. Uh, that's it. That's all the books. That's uh, it for the books, and we gotta we gotta figure out what the fuck's happening with. Do you want to keep pulling this? This is Superman, or did you not? I mean, like, I know, like, we've kind of been down on Bendis and his like dad shit. It's not that good, but 
I don't know, Dan. Would you like to keep pulling him? I thought this was fine, yeah. Yeah, I'd keep pulling him. Yeah. I'd keep pulling him. Bendis is good. Rogelzar is gone. <laughs> Rogelzar. Rogelzar. Maybe not forever. Yeah, he's not He's not gone. He's not gone. All right, let's, let's find out what's coming out next week. And, okay. Uh, okay. We'll get back to you, folks. Okay. And we are back. We're back uh, with the books that we're going to talk about next week. We are. Maybe. Maybe. If we can get them. Yeah, if we can get them, we I can don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird week for comic books. Dime, Dynamite's been canceled, so we're not allowed to pull Red Sonya number eighteen. Not that we really would, anyways. Yeah. probably. But it was it was a thought. And there was one very good cover of it. One very good yeah. cover of it. Um, but yeah, I feel like we did read a Mark Russell Red Sonya once, and we were like, "This is that Mark Russell." Really? Yeah, we did. It was her plotting a... I thought we read a G. Willow Wilson. No, it was a Mark Russell one where we read... She was plotting like... She like did like a thing where she was like, I have foiled you and this entire like camp. I remember this one. It was Mark mm. Russell. And I was like... Okay. I remember I was like, I thought it was going to be more funny. Yeah. And it wasn't funny. Yeah. Um. So next week, like I said, like we said, it's a weird week for comics. However, uh, there's some old favorites um some old favorites some new things that we're gonna check out some new old favorites yeah some new old favorites we've got thor number six uh thor is written by donny cates right yes uh donny cates uh his whole thing is thor is now a herald of galactus yep uh we thought so thor number five came out like right around the time that we ended this podcast so feb march it's february okay i was gonna say february and so so thor number five came out around february and so thor number six is is just coming up so yeah that should be kind of that's good for us good for good for us probably not great for comic books but hey hey is what it is uh aquaman number 62 is coming out batman number 97 uh we've got wonder woman dead earth number four we read number one missed two and three but hey we like number one from dc's black label and dan loves the black label we've got avengers number 35 captain marvel number 20 and the question the deaths of vic sage number four probably of six so it's gonna be a weird week next week but i think it's gonna be fun we're gonna try some new stuff we're gonna try some old stuff yeah we're gonna kiss yeah maybe it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time yeah so dan i'm excited that's another issue or episode of craft comics in the book comes to a close it's coming to a close i don't know if it's necessarily wrapping up right now do you want to you want to riff on anything is there what what is what has struck you about this week about the the difference between last week or is are you ready to just kind of let the sun set on this individual one um and the sun has actually set i forgot to play the jazz music it's it's late definitely dark now it is definitely sexy hours for craft comics peaks do you want to turn the light up behind you yeah slap that light on off Oh, peak fuck. sexy hours. Hang on, I'm going to turn the monitors off, too. This is what Jerry looks like. This is what I dark. This is what you, you can see what I look like masturbating. Yeah. While I'm <laughs> the only the UV, the, the fucking monitor lights. Just the fucking harsh, harsh, oscillating light of the fucking porn camera. <laughs> and now. And now it's just the glow of your computer. This is just when I'm imagining Dan McHugh. I have all the lights turned off and yep. I'm just jerking it to his face. Yep. In my mind's eye. Yep. It's and pretty nice. Also, and, uh, it, you know, your computer's pretty glowy. It's pretty nice. It is. So your use, RAM actually is the glowiest part of your the, computer. It's, it's the RGB. And I have that very cute little Corsair, yeah. um, water water cooler cooler. yeah nice it's a water cooler so that's why it's so small and you see the little pipes that go to that thing the radiator that's fancy it is very fancy it's very fancy water cooler yeah 
crazy. It's, it's cute though, right? Yeah, it is I nice. actually like it because it's not this big old brick of a fucking yeah. like, piece of metal. It's not. A, yeah, it definitely looks more like spacious. And yeah, it looks. Bulky. It looks futury, Dan. It looks yeah. futury. Do you know what sounds futury? The sound of the sax right now. This fucking sexy Kenny Loggins sax. I don't know if futury is the term for it, but, but it's it like, never goes out of style. It, it never goes so it's it's futury two thousand yeah. years from now when we have settled on Mars and are yep. beginning to colonize Chromagnacomacromacon six. Yep, and uh, the powers that be have looked at Craft Comics uploaded to the server, and they are about to tra- they're they're actually about to tra- travel back in time yeah. and say you predicted this in the year of 2020 how on earth did you do that and then this is going to be the last episode ever published because we're going to get pulled into the future where nobody hurts anymore and coronavirus <laughs> has been cured and everybody just loves each other i was going to say <laughs> that they would have like looked at our at our uploads and like determined that they were trash oh the human race and, is worth uh, extinction and like thrown them into the hellfires mm. of the cyber world that's a pretty doomer thing of you to say Dan. yeah i guess it is but you know what else what? isn't doomer what? to say it to the listeners that uh they look wonderful tonight that's right babies you look wonderful tonight. and i have a great day have a great or sexy night. Or sexy night. You know, whatever you want to do. Yeah. I have to, <laughs> I have to turn this off. I turn my computer monitors off so that we can it. see the glow of Jerry's face. Oh, my sweet.